Hi everyone, this is Tim Martinez, Impact Healthcare's uh, co-founder and CEO. I'm happy to share with you all that I'll be conducting a weekly interview style employee spotlight uh, so that we can all get to know each other a little bit better and hear directly from the amazing people that make up this organization. I'm excited to, to, to do these interviews and I hope uh, you enjoy them. This week's spotlight is on Susan Pastor, five and a half year MPAC veteran, Chicago-based regional clinical manager, and all-around badass. Let's get to know Susan. What's up, Susan? Nothing. I'm doing great. Great to see you. Happy Monday. Um, so five and a half years, right? <clears throat> yes. Um, if you can remember all the way back to the beginning when you first joined, you mind walking me through that process and why you decided to join MPAC? Were you a brand new NP back then? Yes, I was. So I graduated from my master's program in December of 2015. And at that time, I found out I was pregnant with my youngest. Um, so I just continued working bedside nursing. I didn't take my boards until um, early spring. Okay. Then not until my maternity leave, that's when I started looking for, you know, NP positions. Um, applied to a couple positions, some inpatient, some outpatient. Then I saw the posting for MPEC Healthcare. Um, this wasn't also a random um, application because actually a year or half before that, I was going to do my clinicals with Eileen. Oh. Um, yeah, I found her through... Um, a mutual friends of ours, and they told me that you know she's a nurse practitioner working this awesome company. So um, I don't know what happened. I don't know if the the semester changed or whatnot, but I wasn't able to connect with her. Um, but you know, I went ahead and applied for MPAC and got back to me really quick. Um, we had the interview. Then I met with my manager that time, um, and afterwards I connected with Eileen for the final interview, and then I got the job offer. So everything went really straight uh, <clears throat> forward. Um, you know, I wanted to definitely step into the post-acute uh, care space. I was interested in the mission of NPAC and how, you know, NPAC was gonna offer to the skilled nursing facilities and long-term care communities. So um, it was the best decision I ever made. <laughs> awesome. Um... You started off as a day-to-day -day provider and then eventually transitioned into a regional clinical manager role. Um, is there something significant and experience that you've had along the way, whether it's you know patient-related or otherwise, that, um, and, and obviously it's been really crazy the last couple of years with, with COVID. Um, so anything that sticks out in your mind that you know is memorable for you that you'd be willing to share? Yeah, um, so I started a facility that was very um, psych heavy. Um, you know, it was challenging also because when I started, there was a new medical director who transitioned in and he wasn't very NP friendly. Oh. So it was definitely a learning curve for me as a new grad because, um, you know, you have to build that confidence and be able to communicate with the physician despite their unpleasant attitude. Um, but, you know, as time passed, I became, you know, more resilient. And, you know, interestingly, the medical director actually became um, very receptive, um, very nice and appreciative of, you know, me communicating with him. Um, 
But, you know, above all that, I think the most inspiring thing is that there's a lot of patients in that facility, like I mentioned before, with a lot of psych issues, and they don't have, you know, the, they have the lack of family support. Yeah. I definitely have gotten to know them very well over, you know, the few years that I was in the building. Um, there was this one patient in particular, I, I still remember. I don't know, I think I was just having a pretty crazy morning that day. So I was leaving to work, um, you know, I was, I was in a rush. So I got to the facility and I remember him stopping and he looked at my feet. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, Susan, you have mismatched pair of shoes. I'm like, I do. And I looked and they're two <laughs> different, they're black, they're flats, but then they're two different styles. I'm like, oh my goodness. So, you know, he will always remember me, the, the, she calls me the doctor <laughs> with a mismatched pair of shoes. So, um, you know, even though I'm not, you know, the permanent provider in that building right now, I occasionally step in to cover. Mm-hmm. And it's very humbling to know that some of these patients still remembers you, your name really well, whether you're the stairwell, the yeah. elevator by the nurse's station, or they would just shout your name across the hall. And I don't remember all their names. So sometimes I feel bad, but it's, it's just really rewarding to know that they still remember you because of, you know, how you impact impacted their lives. So Absolutely. That's awesome. And, and going back to the physician, like, you know, it's, it's less so today, but it still happens where there's resistance. We certainly faced a lot of that early on as we were getting going. And this concept was kind of newer, um, but it speaks a lot about, you know, the quality of person that you are to get those people on board. And like, that's what makes me really, really happy is when somebody is so against our programs and then they become like the biggest advocate. And they're like, I don't know how I live without this. This is a great benefit to everyone. Then they start becoming referral sources for us. So like, hey, I'm in this building over here. Can you come follow me here too? Those are the best, best, best stories that I love hearing. <clears throat> big, big testament to what, you know, what our people are all about and what ultimately uh, the value that we're driving. So exactly. I love hearing those. Um, all right, so there's been lots of ups and downs. COVID put a wrench into everything, right? In, in operations, everything's always just right. Fixing things that go off the rails. It's just kind of, that's how operations is. Um, five and a half years in, you know, what keeps you at MPAC? So, you know, basically the, the people, the culture, the solid direction that MPAC is heading, you know, over the past five and a half years, there has been, you know, so many changes, whether it's up or down. Um, but primarily it's definitely the providers that I'm overseeing, um, because some of the buildings that they're currently in are the ones that I initially launched. So I continue to build that quality relationship, you know, with the facilities and the physicians there. Um, you know, being in the management role has definitely challenged myself in different ways that I never envisioned, but, you know, through the trials and tribulations, it definitely have better the version of myself. Um, I really enjoy seeing my providers uh, succeed in their roles. I enjoy talking to them, you know, pretty much on a daily or weekly basis for them to share their stories. I'm also there to listen to them and vent when they're having a really bad day. Yep. Um, I like to give, you know, feedbacks and, you know, positive encouragement. Um, Some of my providers are the ones I also lean to if I have any clinical questions, because <laughs> uh, some of them actually been there longer than, than I have or so. Yeah. 
Um, but, you know, last but not least is definitely the Impact Leadership Team. Um, especially I have to give a big kudos to, to Eileen. You know, I wouldn't be here where I am right now without her guidance and support. So, yeah. Eileen is the best. I, I found out recently she's been skirting and to schedule her spotlight. So I'm going to corner her because um, I was like, hey, why haven't we booked Eileen's on here? She's like, she keeps, she says she's busy. I was like, all right, well, we're going to, I'll make time for, for her. We'll do it on the weekend if we have to. So we'll spotlight Eileen here soon. But yeah, um, she's a big reason for, um, for how our NP program has gone since she was NP1, but um, everybody else has jumped in and grabbed an oar and helped along the way. And that's the only way we're able to, you know, drive our mission forward is um, having people like you, you know, recognize what we're doing and jump on board and stick it out, you know, thick or thin. It's not always pleasant. Um, certainly COVID, I think, challenged everyone in ways that nobody ever expected. I, I certainly don't even have a full appreciation since I'm not a provider. I've, <clears throat> I haven't, you know, had to put myself in those situations, but from the clinical perspective, it's, it's almost unreal what everybody's had to gone through. So um, hopefully on the tail end of that and onward and upward. And I think even more so now it highlights the value that our programs bring to, to our clients. So, which is the reason why we're seeing all this growth. Um, so happy you made the decision to join and still with us and bleed the impact blue and row the boat every day. So appreciate it. Well, appreciate you taking the time today too, to, to chat and sharing your experiences. A pleasure. Thank you, Tim. Great Thank seeing you. you.